Thank you so much, Pranay, for joining me on the We Don't Play podcast show today. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Really excited to chat. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here to help us learn about, you know, how to create passive income, how to diversify your portfolio, and how do you really create that generational wealth that people are looking for? Because these days, the word generational wealth is being thrown around like spaghetti, you know, and no one really knows what it means. Some do, some don't, some are trying to understand it, but not everybody has that clear pathway. So it'll be great for you to just let us know how you even got started, what really brought around the business and how did even, you know, Ascent Equity Group came to, you know, how did that come to be? So just give us a little bit of a background if you, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I am a medical doctor, still practice uh, as a physician here in the United States. And uh, after I graduated residency, you know, I realized that I was still trading my time for money and uh, that uh, now I was making more money. It was great, but I was still hoove into someone else, right? I had to go to work, I had to, uh, and I, I was working nights, so I was actually working graveyard shifts, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, and I decided that I had to do something with my money, right? Now I'm actually making a little money that it's important that I invest it right so that in the future I'm not working the 100 hours a week that I'm still working, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went out, I bought some real estate, and I realized, like, this is it's the money's okay but it sucks because it's just so much work right and uh right now today 2023 one of my tenants left so they had to spend all this time and effort to renovate and all this stuff and it just sucked so i thought there has to be a better way right i'm willing to give up some of my returns if someone handles 98 percent of the headache and uh so that's when i found syndications called passive real estate where just like when you invest in the stock market, you're investing in a team and they run the properties. They buy big apartment complexes or offices or stuff like that. And you uh, you give them a little money and they get you returns. So I uh, invested in a couple and then uh, I actually created a course to teach other people how to do it because there wasn't a ton of information out there. And the goal was just to educate people, uh, mostly doctors on how to invest in these deals. And over time, people came to us, they were like, hey, you know, we're too busy to take your course or we're too busy to, uh, now that we know how to invest, we took your course, we're still too busy to do all that. So why don't we just invest in the deals that you guys all invest in and then maybe we can get better terms, better deals. And that's kind of what we did. We were, our first deal was a very small piece of a much larger deal. Mm -hmm. And now we just do cool deals ourselves uh or we partner with people but we bring in all the money for the deal so that uh we're able to uh really kind of push our weight around and that's a set equity group nice i love the concept it's very warm welcoming and easy to navigate you know because when people get into real estate or holdings it becomes very complex especially for someone who is just trying to make that passive income and they don't know how to get started. I love the way you've been able to create that model for the business. Now, what it got me thinking was a creative entrepreneur that just wants to make passive income and has a business. Some of them may have LLCs. Some of them may not have an LLC or even an S-Corp or any kind of entity, but they have a business that's working for them and they are planning to scale, establish, and nurture their brand. 
what are the easy one, two, three steps someone can make so that they can make that passive income, you know, easily and conveniently without having to go through all the paperwork and stress of lawyers and all those things that they have no idea of how to even get started, you know? Yeah, so real estate in general is a great asset class or a great uh, way to make money. The problem is you really got to treat it like a job. So just like your entrepreneurship, you got to worry about marketing, you got to build up your team. You just can't have one property, you need to have a lot. Uh, you know, just like you have more than one product and you really have to treat it like a business. And if you do, you're going to be very successful. But for most people, they just want a good investment that makes money on the side. They don't really want to focus on it. So I, I think the passive real estate syndications is important. But because you're trusting someone else with your money, it's super important that you that they're trustworthy. So the biggest thing that you look at is what what have these people done in the past? Who what kind of deals have they done? Have they who do they work with? Do their ethics and values match my own? Then, people hate this, but get on the phone and talk to them, right? Because there's so much you can learn from talking to someone. Do they Are they forcing you to try to invest? Are they pushing you to invest more? Are they willing to take, uh, you know, I, I like to play the dumb doctor card because everyone thinks that uh, I'm dumb at everything else. And well, for a lot of things I am, I don't really understand a ton of stuff because I'm so into medicine. But especially in real estate, people just assume I don't know anything. So I'll, you know, I'll play the dumb doctor card or you can play the dumb entrepreneur card and see how they are with you. Will they take the time out of their day to explain a concept that's relatively simple for people who are in real estate, but complicated if you don't know? And those are the type of people I want to work with, the ones that are uh, don't feel like they're selling me, don't they don't necessarily need my money, right? Uh, and they're taking the time to educate me and uh, uh, some of our, most of our investors, because they've taken our course, they ask some really hard questions. Sometimes I have to go back and I'm like, shoot, I need to look this up because it was such a deep and probing question. But that's, we like that. That helps us elevate our game. Uh, and just like back when I used to teach medical students, man, these medical students ask you the craziest question. Uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, how, why does this work? Or how does this work? And you're like, shoot, I forgot that from 20 years ago, you know? <laughs> So uh, a lot of it is the track record, the person you're working with. And I find that's the only one thing that you're looking for. If you can make sure that's a good one, pretty much everything else works out. But two other things to look at. So uh, one, trustworthy uh, person who's running the deal, right? Two, the way that you get paid, is it friendly to you or is it friendly to them? So I've seen really great sponsors but they are so great that they're able to write their, uh, it's called a waterfall, how money flows from the property to you. It's very in their favor. And they're, it's, they're like, take it or leave it. We're, we have this stellar track record. Um, and it's, uh, we've been 20, 30 years, you know? So sometimes you take that for the, the, a lot of the risk being off, off the table. And then the third one, which I think is the least important, is to look at the deal and the market uh, itself because if the first two are good then three is almost guaranteed but you know you can glance at like what is the city that the property's in is it in 
Detroit? <laughs> Probably not. It isn't. Or is it in like Austin or Orlando or Phoenix, which are really hot markets? Okay. That is really extensive. I like the fact that you gave us that idea because when you start hearing waterfall and you don't know the jargon, you don't know what to expect and you might actually be hit, <laughs> get hit by the waterfall if you're not sure of how it plays a role. So that really, really helps as well. You know, another thing that I, I keep hearing a lot is when you have a, a property, let's say you live in one city A, but your property is in city B, is it easy to maintain that because you have to think about like the tax laws, you have to think about the the state laws, the federal laws, like all those things that come into play. Is it trusting in that person that you mentioned as the first part that is going to give you all that information? Or do you want to stay locally within your area where you can easily drive a 20, 30 minute drive to see what's going on? I, I own a property about 20 miles from me. Mm-hmm. I have been to it twice. Once when I bought it and twice when my parents were in town and I wanted to show that the property I owned. I have never gone to it back, right? And I have a property manager that emails me and they say, hey, X, Y, and Z, you know, uh, no doubt I could do it cheaper myself if I wanted to go fix toilets, but I have zero desire to do it. And so I don't think you really need to do it locally. If you're buying your own stuff, your own investments you put in your name, you probably have that added benefit of knowing the streets and knowing the area. So if I bought something in Los Angeles, kind of have an unfair advantage compared to other people. Uh, but if you're doing syndications, the passive real estate, then I, I would not uh, invest locally. And you, that's actually the, that's a benefit because you get to invest all over the U.S. where it makes sense, right? So a lot of us live in areas where we enjoy. So I live in Los Angeles, but it's not a very great market to invest in. So I invest in places where are low tax, right? Then I don't have to worry about state taxes at all. Florida, Texas, uh, or places that are low tax like Arizona. I see. I think those are good places as well that you've mentioned, like Florida, Texas, Arizona. So people are trying to like look at all the states and they're like, where can I go? And then you, you know, dump down on one state, then go into the city, go into the zip code, go into the county, and then it makes much better sense for you i'm just thinking now price wise you know like when you invested in your property you know 20 miles away did you have to save that money to a certain extent or did you have to get a loan from a bank like i'm just trying to think for the people on what do i need to do let's say i'm very good to invest right now but i may not have up to 50 percent of the funds or how what is a benchmark for me to save so that i can be able to leverage that property and get that acquisition cost that I'm looking for. So most people put down a 20% down payment uh, or uh, sometimes 25. Uh, So depending on what the property, so if it's the property's worth a million dollars, that means you got to put in $250,000 or $200,000. So that's why it makes sense to invest somewhere where the property values aren't as much. So Mm -hmm. for Phoenix, they're like 200,000, 300,000 or Memphis where uh, it's like, you know, $80,000 or $100,000 property. And then now your down payment is 20,000 or 15,000. So then you're able to buy, you know, you could buy almost 10 properties for the worst, the same worth of that one property in LA. Uh, It is much more of a headache. There's more roofs to replace. There's more other stuff. Uh, Now on the passive side, what I do, 
uh, our minimums are 35,000. Uh, so uh, you can get into one of our deals, but the nice thing is that we'll buy 200, 300 units. So uh, you have a lot of diversification within that, meaning uh, say 10 of our tenants leave. Not a big deal. You have another 200 to cover the rent. Well, even if you own 10 properties, if you own, if two or three of your tenants leave, that's a 30% loss of money. So that's a pretty big deal. Mm, that makes sense. So it's better to have the holding that is group set than individually trying to see what happens in between. Because if you lose two out of three tenants, then you're losing and you still have to pay the, you know, the monthly fees. So it sounds like it's better to be more in a secure holding than being in a singular unit. Yeah, I mean, if you could personally buy a couple hundred units, that'd be ideal, right? You get to keep all the the, the cash and the returns, but uh, most of us can't do that. So it's nice to come in with a bunch of other people uh, and you get a small piece of, you know, 200 units because all the tax benefits, all it's basically like you're owning the real estate yourself, except someone is running it for you. Okay. I appreciate that. Now I'm thinking... For the people that are listening to this, what is the real definition or the true definition of generational wealth? Generational wealth is um, is money that goes that creates a legacy and goes from uh, multiple generations. So uh, they have shown that within three generations, most money, even billions of dollars uh, gets kind of washed away. So uh, what we want to do is we want to help people because it's aspirational, right? If you're, if you're able to think about passing your money to your kids and their kids and their kids, then obviously all of your finances are taken care of, your kids' finances are taken care of. So that's where we want people to be able to get, where that they're, they're so well taken care of that they're focused in focusing on a generation or two in the future. Okay. I love that answer. It's very strong and it really helps a lot of people see beyond the now and look at it tomorrow and see how they can be able to work through. You know, you know, with your website, I noticed that you have four steps. You know, there's join, there's learn, there's invest, and there's enjoy. I like the join and enjoy part. It's very <laughs> <laughs> it's very catchy. You know, tell us more about those four steps on if somebody wants to work with you, let's say they're not a doctor and mm-hmm. they still want to invest, are there any limitations and what are the eligibility requirements for them to go through these four steps seamlessly? Yeah, unfortunately, the U.S. government makes this a little bit difficult. Uh, so okay. to invest in our deal specifically, you have to be something called an accredited investor. And this is a definition made by the U.S. government. So you have to either make $200,000 per year for two years uh, with the expectation that you'll make that much in the future or $300,000 as a couple for two years with the expectation you'll make that much. Or uh, you can have a net worth over a million dollars, excluding your primary home. Uh, or the third one, which is difficult but probably the easiest for most entrepreneurs is there's a couple financial tests that you can take uh, and a lot of people can study in a week or two and take the test uh, but it comes with a lot of regulations so not just anyone is allowed to take that test but if you take that test and pass then you can qualify to invest in these deals even if you're not making that much money okay 
that helps that really really helps because i think a lot of people try to figure out where do they start how do they get connected what do they need to do and if you're into real estate it's also important for you to have those credentials so that you're also saving yourself from liabilities you know that could happen in the future that you could have easily avoided you know prior so that's a great point then the nice thing about uh the passive or the syndications is because you're investing in an llc see someone slips and falls at the apartment and sues the uh the llc you're 100 percent protected from that it's just like if you invested in apple stock and someone fell at an apple store you wouldn't expect to be sued uh, and it's the same thing with the syndications but if you own the properties under your own name then potentially they could sue you so there is that added benefit because there's someone else managing that person which would be us are uh, are responsible for all that stuff okay that's really helpful okay thank you so much i would i wanted to ask you this question as well just based on the experience that you've been having you know with the business could you give us like a case study or an example of a client that you worked with and they were able to go through this process so well that now that client is also telling the good news to other people around that you have a business that can really help them spearhead whatever their goals are for their long-term investment plan yeah uh, so one of our first deals is uh it's about three years old uh, and it is averaging about 7% cash on cash, meaning if you put in 100000 uh, it's giving you $7,000 back. Uh, and it's still doing that even now. So the stock market is down 25%, the, the bond market is down 25%, but still steadily 7% a year, which isn't a ton of money, but after we sell the property, not only are you gonna have that 7000 but you're gonna have doubled your money. So uh, once property starts selling and you invest that money back in, maybe you take a little out, that's when you start getting that big difference. And it's, it's a snowball, right? It starts off pretty small. You get a you know, couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks. But over time, five, 10, 20 years, that becomes extremely substantial. That is true. And because the value of the currency goes down every year, you're still keeping that fiscal balance if that makes sense which is really good okay i'm thinking it's like my mind is just going in places right now (laughs) i'm thinking okay now with the course you know how does the course play a big role or an essential role into the whole process what how does that work so we actually created the course first as a standalone product because we realized that there wasn't a ton of education on this stuff and uh, it's you know now it's a little bit different but there still isn't very mainstream education uh, mm. so people don't necessarily understand that you can invest in real estate without being a landlord so we created a course it's four weeks it's uh you know to try to get you from zero to about 80 percent of the way there uh, and beca- and it's focused on really trying to do it as quickly as possible uh, so, uh, you know, it's only a couple hours long, split up into five to ten minute lectures. Uh, and then nice. there's, you know, hours and hours of bonus content where we talk about, where we talk to different experts in their fields. Uh, and it's to, meant to kind of educate you so you can find deals, vet them, and invest. Uh, and, uh, but as I told you before, uh, eventually people 
wanted to invest in us. Uh, so into starting, it was nice because we were like, hey, we have zero bias here. Uh, we're just uh, we're just helping you educate. But uh, now uh, the course is actually even better because now we're in the industry and now we're able to give put in more insights because oh, we have been doing this for a while. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear this is working for you. And a lot of people that do have those criteria that you mentioned earlier would be interested in knowing how they can also invest and be part of that cycle because now more than ever really i think it's really after the pandemic you know people realize you can't depend on one source of income it's, it's you're exactly right and, and that one source is even your job so we're starting to see especially in tech we're seeing a lot of people laid off uh during covid uh there were actually a lot of doctors being furloughed because uh they weren't doing any regular surgeries right only emergency surgery so all these surgeons all these anesthesiologists were uh told to go home and not they weren't getting paid and now if you have a mortgage a fancy car and i forgot where is money going to come from so i i think you can't uh can't rely on just one income even if it's a great income as a physician you've got to really use that money that you're making to to really create a nest egg via different you know not just all real estate stock market bonds real estate uh, maybe even a little crypto but it's good to spread things out yeah honestly i appreciate that that really helps a lot now even with diversifying your portfolio like you just talked about bonds you know real estate stocks a lot of people are very like tiptoey <laughs> if that makes sense on those things especially crypto because they're like i don't know if it's gonna work for me i've tried it i heard it I, somebody lost we hear about the ftx story like there's so much <laughs> going on so what would you tell that person that's an entrepreneur that wants to invest but has all these doubts I would say, so I, w- I would separate, right? Stocks and bonds, uh, even though it's down 25%, it'll come back eventually, as long as you're invested in the safe stuff, right? Mutual funds. Uh, real estate, same way. Uh, it's good. If you think long-term, you invest in long-term people, it's going to do okay. Crypto's tough. Crypto's tough because you just have no idea, and it's, it's a wild west. People have made a lot of money, but people have also lost a lot of money. So uh, I would say... Um, Stick to the stick to the main stuff, right? Stick to um, there's ETH, right? Ethereum, there's uh, Bitcoin. Um, that's what I would look at if you would consider it any investment at all. Uh, but I wouldn't really look at anything else unless you're an expert. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for that. And I know it's an advice that somebody has to take with a grain of salt because it, it's not within that area of expertise that somebody would be like, oh, I do this, do this, because you also don't want to be liable either. So whatever you're listening to take it and do your own research so that once you get that information then you can use this to back up and at least have some type of base to work with definitely yeah thank you so much man this has been so so great if there's anything you want to tell the audience listening on just passive income in general what would it be about looking at how you started and where you are now talk to that person who is probably where you started a couple years ago yeah, uh, it, it's important to do research, uh, but you got to just get started and you'll learn so much by doing. Don't put in a ton of money at once. That's kind of one of the mistakes I did. I was like, this is great. I'm going to put in all my money. And you win some and you lose some. But spread it out while you're learning, right? Consider it the cost of education. 
but it's super important to be diversified. Uh, definitely get some real estate uh, in your portfolio. Uh, and uh, you can be an entrepreneur, you could be making hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. But if you're not smart with your money, uh, then uh, then you could lose it all, right? We've seen all these lottery winners that are, uh, lose it all, or maybe you have this great job and you're not thinking about investments, but eventually you could lose your job right now. Uh, all the tech layoffs are in the really high end, you know, the people that are making hundreds of thousands, if not millions. So if they were smart, they invested well, then uh, they're probably doing really well. But if they didn't, now they need to find another job and maybe they don't have money. So uh, just get started. Also know that passive income, it's kind of a buzzword now. So uh, if someone promises you a ton of passive income right away, they're probably lying to you. Uh, you can create passive income, but it takes a little bit and uh, I guess uh, it'll grow over time. Uh, so uh, the important thing is be in the market and don't lose your money. So true. Wow. This has been so helpful. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast show today. I really appreciate your time. And I, I think some people will want to connect with you and know how they can find you, if there's any place they can listen to you or just learn from you or even probably connect and book a call with you. What are the options they have available? Yeah, so my podcast is called uh, From MD to Entrepreneur. Just talk all things about entrepreneurship. You can go to the website frommd.com. Uh, and then for our uh, real estate company, it's ascentequitygroup.com. And we'll be happy to talk to you there. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for being here with us, Pranay, and I look forward to bringing you back on the show very soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.